Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I'm so glad that you are here today because we're going to be chatting about something that will truly make or break your podcast management business. Now, there's a couple of things that I would place under this category that we talk about on the show, in the Podcast Manager program. But the thing that we're talking about today is something that I talk about a lot in our group coaching program called PMP Pro. So that is for our students who have started their podcast management businesses, landed clients, are at or near that 5k a month mark, and are ready to scale. So this is a topic that I talk to a lot with them, and I'm excited to bring it to you on the podcast. I want to take you into your business, though. And I want you to think about some of the things that you do on a regular basis in your client work or when you're networking and looking for clients and landing clients, I want you to think about the things that you do that really feel like an uphill climb. It just feels very much like you're walking through mud. (laughs) And maybe it looks like it's easy for other people and you wonder at times, like, why is this so hard for me? Or maybe you have reasons that it's hard for you. Like, oh, if only I had this, it would be easier. Only if I had more time or more money or, you know, I could hire someone or we have these reasons why certain things in our business feel hard versus other things in your business you can really get into a good flow with, right? What kind of comes up for me from talking to a lot of you is showing up on social can feel like a real uphill climb. Versus once you hit play on an episode and you're starting to edit, you can really get into a flow. So I think we all have those things in our businesses that feel like an uphill climb versus those things that we can get into the flow state, if you've heard that term before. And it's enjoyable. The time passes so quickly. And we feel like we're showing up in our strengths. And you know what? The things that we do that feel like we're in flow, we actually probably downplay that they're in a strength of ours, right? We're like, well, you know, talking to our clients or editing, like, it's actually pretty easy. And you're like, other people are like, no, it's not. <laughs> you think it's easy because it's a strength of yours. So if you haven't caught on, we're talking about our innate skills, our strengths, and just our natural tendencies and how you can bring those and you really need to bring those into your podcast management business because when you do, you can spend more of your time feeling like you're in the flow and less like you're on that uphill climb. And I don't know about you, but yes, I want to spend more time working in my strengths and using my innate skills and utilizing my natural tendencies because number one, the end product is going to be better. I'm going to be happier. And 
this is my business. This is your business. And you can do that, right? I think I remind you guys a lot on the show that these are your businesses and there is a way that you can bring you into the business and still serve clients at a high level, make the money that you want to make. But we're also in the state of learning, right? Learning how to run a business, learning how to be a podcast manager. And, you know, you're looking around, coming to the show, joining the pro- my program, saying, hey, teach me how to do this. Teach me what works. And that's exactly what I tell you is, hey, let me teach you. <laughs> let me teach you how this works. But when you're looking for a strategy to accomplish something, like you're, you're like, hey, do you have a strategy for me to become a podcast manager? Do you have a strategy? Teach me how to make money, Right. When you're looking for a strategy like this to take from someone, to buy from someone, make sure that that strategy allows for flexibility for you to show up, right? Look at the strategy. Try to understand some of the strategy and say, is this going to work for me, right? It works for other people. Great. (laughs) Great for them. Is it going to work for me? Does it allow flexibility for me to show up in my strengths? So there's certain things in my strategy for y'all that are like, just do it this way. (laughs) Please just do it this way. Like we were, I was on one of our weekly coaching calls recently and I was auditing someone's, I think it was a portfolio. And I said like, I I know I always say this, but like, just, just have this line here. Just write this sentence here because it's just, it's the best, it's the best thing to do. (laughs) And someone's like, yeah, if it works, it works. Don't mess, don't, you know, we don't need to reword it every time. Just if it works, it works. There's certain things in a strategy that are like copy paste. But I don't know if you've tried this before, but if you just copy a complete strategy and paste it, it may work, it may not work, right? I've done that. Sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't work with me. That was before I realized that the strategy has to have flexibility for me to show up. So we're going to talk about examples of how your natural skills and strengths and tendencies, how you can implement them into your business. And I have done some previous episodes on this topic. Way back, episode 62, I talked with Katya Nicholas about Clifton Strengths. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that one because I'm a big fan of Clifton Strengths because it's not like a personality test where it's like, you're a blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and no hate on them. But it tells you out of I think it's 34 strengths, which ones are your are your top five, which are your top 10, which are you, like at the at the end. Right. What are your low five? And it, it also helps you to tap into those top five so that you can get better and use those more because those are your natural strengths. But in addition to strengths, it's also just like those natural tendencies right? And maybe you even tell yourself like, oh, if I just were better with people, if I just wasn't so introverted, then I would be more successful because, you know, girlfriend over here, she's so extroverted and that's why she's successful, right? And I'm here to tell you that, you know, after working with 500 plus podcast managers, they're not all extroverted. They're not all introverted. They're not all great on camera. They're not, you know, they're not all one thing, right? And That's one thing I really want to bring to you is that you can show up in your strengths and find success. And I'm not just saying that because I'm like, hoorah, you're cheerleader. I'm saying that because I've seen it. I've seen it. And I want you to be able to see that so you can find success. So I did do an episode on using your introvertedness 
as your superpower. And that was episode 144. So if you really identify as an introvert, go check that episode out after this one. But I wanted to give you an example of how this can show up on a strategy call. So your basic podcast management package may not include a strategy call, right? Um, But once you're offering packages that are over $1,000, you likely will start strategizing with your client because they're hiring you as their go-to podcast manager, their podcasting expert on their team. So they're going to want to hear from you, right? They're going to, they're most likely going to want to strategize with you in some way. And I don't know about you, but when I think of a strategy call, I think of a Zoom call. I think of delivering some goodness to the client and saying, hey, this is what I think we should do. And them saying, okay, what do you think about this? And you saying, oh yeah, what about this? And maybe for some of you, you're like, this is, this is never going to feel fun to me. (laughs) I don't want to do a strategy call. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. So If you are great at communicating, you will shine on a Zoom strategy call, right? And maybe if you're extremely organized and get great ideas after talking to someone, maybe it takes you a while to kind of download information in your brain, then maybe your strategy call would be a shorter Zoom or a Voxer chat. If you're not familiar with Voxer, it's a walkie-talkie app that's common in this space. Maybe you say, hey, what's on your mind right now? I'll tell you what I think would be a good direction to go for the new quarter, whatever. And then you follow that up with a strategy or you follow that up with some really great ideas. Because the idea of kind of performing on a Zoom call, just it doesn't feel like it'd be good for you. Great. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. In fact, there are clients out there that also don't like being on a long, you know, one hour Zoom call. So this is not just you wanting to show up in your strengths, right? Your client also wants to show up in their strengths. Let's say that you're analytical and that really shines when you are doing the tasks of your business. But how do you kind of step into maybe the strategist role? And if that's you, then again, you don't have to do a Zoom call. But you will probably shine by deciding what is working, you know, looking at previous episodes, looking at data and saying, hey, this is what has worked in the past and this is how we can translate it for the future. And you don't always have to come up with like topic ideas for your client or tell them, hey, this is the direction we should go. You could also just be the person that says, hey, this is what's working in the podcasting industry. These are kind of the newer updates in the podcasting industry. And this is how we can implement it into your business. There's a lot of flexibility for this on how you can shine as a strategist without just being that, you know, extroverted, great communicator that gets on a Zoom call and says, this is what we should do. And the client's like, yes. No, that's not the only way to provide this type of value to your client. You may be wondering, what strengths do we need to have as a podcast manager, though? Like, surely there are some commonalities. And yes, there are, right? Some strengths that you do want to have as a podcast manager are consistency and reliability. I think we probably can all relate that we can be consistent and reliable because we're interested in the freelance space. And if you're interested in the freelance space, you understand, hey, I'm going to get online. I'm going to get someone to hire me and I'm going to do work for them. That's kind of the basis. And so you need to be consistent and you need to be reliable in order to show up for that client. Another strength that podcast managers having common 
are they're great at getting a to-do list done. So you can be creative, you can be analytical, you can be all different types of personalities. But at the end of the day, you're good at getting tasks done, checking it off and moving on. Another strength that I see with successful podcast managers are a positive attitude. And anytime I say this, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm being such a mom. <laughs> like, you need to have a positive attitude. But you need to have a can-do attitude, right? But I, this is so true. It's just so true. I cannot leave this off the list. Because if you do see everything in a negative light, it is so hard to be successful. I mean, just like, I guess, period, end of story, right? So this especially shows up with podcast management, though, because podcasters, not everyone, but they can be hard on themselves on like, is what they're saying useful? Is this connecting with people? Like, you know, they're not getting automatic feedback from their audience because of the nature of, you know, a mic and posting it later and all that stuff. So you having a positive attitude about the show, about the future of the show, about what's happening with the podcast, that is really crucial because the client feels that from you and appreciates it. Now, I want to give you some specific examples of different types of podcast managers that I see. And as I describe these people, I would love for you to think about what am I doing right now that really feels like an uphill climb? And is there a way that I can tweak how I'm doing it so that I can tap more into my innate skills? Is there something that I'm doing that I feel like I have to do? I have to do this. I have to, you know, dance on reels. You know, that was a thing a couple of years ago. It was like pe people thought like I have to create reels in order to grow my Instagram following. And it's like none of that is connected to podcast management success. So is what you're doing, if it feels like an uphill climb, do you have to do it? And is there a way that you can tweak it so that it can tap into your innate skills and strengths? So I was thinking through some really specific people, podcast managers, and I wanted to share kind of how I see their strengths show up and how they're different. So one gal that I'm thinking of, she doesn't like being on camera. It is really out of her comfort zone. So it's not that it's not a strength, it's that she's shy, right? She's like, I don't want to be on camera. She doesn't like showing up on social media, but she wants to be successful, right? She is so good at connecting others. So she's good at one-on-one -on -one, and she has built a team within her podcast management business. And she's so good at like rallying her team and connecting one-on-one. -on -one. Another gal that I'm thinking of is really good at educating other people. And so that really shines when she talks to her clients is just this kind of coming from the, I'm going to educate you on what we need to do and what I've learned. And that's clearly one of her strengths. Another gal really believes in their client's work. So belief is clearly one of her strengths. And she's really good at relating to others. She isn't necessarily polished. I don't, I mean, she's professional, but she's not really polished. And so maybe that could be something that she thinks, oh, I, I you know, I, my brand needs to be more polished or I need to show up with, you know, makeup and hair done on, on stories every day. And she does it, right? She has found success being herself, being really relatable. And I think that's paired with her true belief in her client's work. 
So I think if you were to sit down and describe yourself of how your skills and your strengths show up positively in your podcast management business, I think that would be so helpful for you. And I would love to see it. So spend a couple minutes, if you don't already have it in your head now, spend a couple minutes putting this together and saying, I am very empathetic and this is how it shows up in my business. Or I'm really good at envisioning the future and this is how it shows up in my business. Or I'm really great at getting tasks done and working on my own. Okay, how is that going to show up positively in your business? Put that together. I would love to read it. DM me on Instagram and say, hey, I put together what my strengths are and how they show up in my business. And then think about how you can implement those skills and tendencies and strengths so that your business success is a product of your strengths and not in spite of your strengths. All right, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. We have got a really amazing interview for you next week. So make sure you come back for that and come hang out with me on Instagram and I will talk to you there. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information, grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and I'll see you there.